You're listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. The views and opinions shared on this program don't necessarily reflect those of Citywide Home Loans. Citywide Home Loans, LLC, NMLS 67180. David Hosterman, NMLS 220562. Jonathan Edwards, NMLS 671258. Equal housing lender. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Call for additional cost information. Program qualifications and offerings are subject to change at any time. Not all that apply will qualify. Other restrictions may apply. Good morning and welcome to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. I'm Jonathan Edwards. And in studio today, we have Mark Eibner with Metro Brokers Realty Oasis. This is the show that brings you today's most relevant real estate insights and experiences from the industry's most dedicated players. Today, we're going to kick off the show with a Metro Denver real estate legend, Mr. Mark Eibner. Today, Mark and I will break down financing options for you and your buyers so that you can make educated decisions for your your financial future. Stay tuned. We've got a number of Denver's hottest listings. And a quick disclaimer that citywide home loans and Metro Brokers are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other participant. Mark, thanks for coming on the show again. Hey, John. Happy to be back again on this nice snowy morning. Oh, it's a snowy one out there today. It's really nice. I love this weather. It's March. This is what happens in March. Sometimes you get some snow. Sometimes you get rain. And sometimes you get that two inches of slush or whatever the heck is out there right now. Uh, Beautiful weather. Love to see it. Uh, Mark, you've been on the show a couple of times with us now. Actually, this might be the fourth time you've been on the show. Correct. Now that I think about it. Uh, but we are a huge supporter of Mark Eibner and his team over at Metro Brokers uh, Realty Oasis. Mark, you are very involved with Metro Brokers. Um, I, you you bleed Metro Brokers, if you will. So talk to us a little bit about Metro Brokers, one of the bigger uh, brokerages in town and, and, and by far one of the best. Talk to us about Metro. Well, I think the first thing that comes to mind is it's not really a, a true brokerage like, of course, everyone uh, uh, works with. Metro Brokers is actually a, a whole assortment of, let's just call it 350 different brokerages working within a, underneath a brand and association trade name. So that's that's probably a big thing, a big misnomer that a lot of folks think. Uh, we're not like in a big warehouse where there's only one managing broker looking over 100 people. We literally have over 350 companies uh, that make their own decisions and do their own things and uh, basically share a common theme in our marketing with Metro Brokers. And I think that's one of the big things with Metro Brokers. I mean, you just mentioned one of the key differences here is, um, you know, any other company, real estate company out there that's got 700 plus agents typically has, it, it's one company. You guys are 300 plus companies with about 700. So what you have here is you have a unique blend of of agents that really have gone out and said, hey, I want to do things my way, but I want to do it under an umbrella that everybody recognizes and respects. And so you guys do a, a lot of what you do at Metro Brokers is around the marketing and in um, that kind of stuff, is it not? Correct. Yeah. The, so the brand Metro Brokers is just we basically all pay all of our fees go strictly to promoting the brand, promoting the brand Metro Brokers. So uh, all of us 
basically Metro's a very boutique company if you think about it. Most of the brokerages, the privately held brokerages within Metro Brokers are probably between one and three brokers. We have some folks that have 15, 20, 30. But when you're dealing with a Metro Broker, nine times out of 10, you're actually working with the broker owner of the company. Uh, They don't have to go talk to any higher ups to decide what they're going to do, what they're going to say, things of that nature. Very unique, and I think you guys have done a wonderful job with that branding. You have a very respectable, uh, reputable name in the industry here in Colorado. Uh, We've worked with you guys for years and always top-notch agents. There is a lot of experience there at Metro Brokers. Yep, and we really do appreciate all your uh, work, everything you do with our continuing education and sponsoring education, things of that nature. That means a lot to us. Absolutely. Mark, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how long you've been in Colorado, how long you've been in real estate, and in Realty Oasis, which is your company within Metro Brokers. Well, I've been uh, I've lived here since, what, 85? That almost makes me a native. I've been in the industry going on 37 years now. So I got licensed when I was pretty young. I've seen everything. Like uh, my trademark statement is three recessions and coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, who knows what we're going through now, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty much seen everything, uh, done everything. I mean, I, I can't even imagine all the different uh, different economic cycles we've went through and survived through. Uh, interest rates when I got in the industry were – uh, people were complaining about going from three uh, percent to four. When I got in the industry, industry it was eighteen. Came down to sixteen. My first loan was an FHA variable rate loan, and the start rate was twelve percent. So think about that twelve percent start rate on an FHA <laughs> arm loan. Yeah, and, and I think these, these are really important points, Mark. We, and, and it's almost laughable when you think about that drastic difference in interest rates from 18% to, you know, I think probably a year and a half ago, we were in the mid to high twos at one point, right? And that is such right. a drastic difference. Interest rates today are back into the fours. And man, you'd, you'd think that the sky was falling, right? Because interest rates have risen by 1.5% or something like that. And I, and I think it's important for the audience to understand, look, yes, Interest rates are up from all-time lows. We will very likely not see those interest rates again. It's possible, but the reality is we probably won't. And so, you know, don't buy a house because of the interest rate. Mark, buy a house because it makes sense, right? Correct, yeah. Most people are just buying their own personal freedom, the ability to do what they want to their house. Uh, nine times out of ten, it really comes down to payment payment structure. In fact, if you just look back even in a 10-year window, uh, today's rates, even where they're at right now, uh, even with the price increases we've had, basically yield about a, a, a very similar similar payment structure as they did, say, 10, 11 years ago. Uh, it's, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if you're not paying for your own mortgage, you're paying for somebody else's mortgage, Correct. right? Yep. So, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, interest rates have gone up. That may have a direct impact on your ability to purchase a home. Um, if you're just getting into the game and maybe you've already gone through a pre-approval in six months or a year ago, you were pre-approved at 500000 and now you may be approved at 400000 Don't get out of the game. I mean, you still want to buy a house because it makes sense for your family or as an investment or something like that, not because interest rates have gone up. You just need to adjust your expectations. So along those lines, we're going to dive into our topic here, our first topic, and that's, Mark, how we can help those first-time homebuyers. Maybe they don't have 
20% or 10% to put down. Well, the secret out there is you don't need that much money to put down. You can purchase home with very little, in some cases, no money down. And let's talk about some of those options. I know we've done some transactions with you uh, where we've had Chaffa, uh, a down yep. payment assistance program, Metro DPA. Um, what are your thoughts around these programs and their ability to help folks to purchase a home for the first time? Well, I think the probably the number one product out there that uh, people really ignore, a lot of brokers for some reason don't like working with uh, the product, is the VA home loan. VA still just hands down the best product out there. They've got rates that are a little bit lower than normal normally advertised rates. The vets are really are getting in for zero down payment right now with their new jumbo product revision. Uh, I mean, literally, you can buy a million-dollar home as a vet if you can qualify for zero down. I mean, only in America can that happen, right? <laughs> it's an incredible benefit, and we say it all the time. Dave Dave Hosterman with the Hosterman team and myself, and we're saying it all the time, VA loan is the best loan out there. If you know somebody that's a veteran and they're not, they don't own their own home, they need to come talk to us because we've got a great loan product for them. Mark mentioned zero down. In addition to that, with a VA loan, the borrower does not have, excuse me, I should say the veteran does not have to pay mortgage insurance either, which is a huge benefit. Uh, any other any other loan out there, any other person that purchases a home and puts less than 20% down, you're going to have mortgage insurance on that house. And that mortgage insurance doesn't go towards the interest. It doesn't go towards the principal balance on the loan. It's really kind of just wasted money if you can avoid it. Um, so totally agree with you, Mark, on the VA loan. USDA, that's another great option. Yeah, USDA is a, a great zero down. A lot of people think that's more of a rural loan product. Well, it is and it isn't. Um, there are some income restrictions there. That's, believe it or not, usually the problem that you can only make so much of a percentage of the uh, uh, median income. Median income. Yeah. yeah, but it is a zero down product. End of story. It's not for buying farms, contrary to what people may think. Uh, it's for buying houses in zip codes that basically are. Uh, marked by the USDA is uh, eligible to receive they, loans They there. want to encourage growth within those communities. Right. Um, and while there is mortgage insurance on a USDA loan, it is very minimal. It's 0.35% annually. By comparison, FHA is 0.85% annually. So really very reduced amount. They do have that upfront funding fee that you're going to see on all your government loans, but it's only 1%, maybe even a little bit higher than that right now on USDA. USDA is a great option behind VA, but again, keep in mind we've got those income restrictions. Speaking of income restrictions, um, the down payment assistance programs, which also don't always require you to be a first-time home buyer, like Chaffa, like Metro DPA, like Chinoa, you know, those are some interesting programs that are out there. And Mark, we've talked about this on the show before. You might have the money for the down payment and the closing costs, but maybe you want to keep most of that money in your pocket and borrow the money at ridiculously low rates, even in the 4%, right? Absolutely. I remember a first-time homebuyer in most cases is considered someone who hasn't had the mortgage interest deduction in the last three years. So when you hear first-time buyer program, really the indicator there is not taking a mortgage deduction in the last three years. So a lot of, not a lot of people, that, but some folks may qualify uh, underneath that particular category right there. And yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a big, uh, big proponent of, you know, keeping all the money you can. Uh, 
with yourself personally and putting as little down as possible on a house. It is just really a place to live payment-wise. When you look at the big picture of 30 years, uh, I'm going to say it's less than 5% of the people even live in the house 30 years uh, anymore. You're basically just living in, in a time frame of, what, four to seven years. So that's really what you're buying is a, a payment for the next four to seven years. And uh, like we used to do a lot of stuff just with interest-only loans, and those are back right now too. Yep, those are starting to come back. Uh, renovation loans, Mark. We've done a few renovation loans in the past as well. Uh, my advice on a renovation-type loan, well, first, a, a renovation loan is where you're going to get funds to help um, – fix up a property, essentially. So if you find a fixer-upper, you want to fix it up, there are some options to get some funding for that type of loan. My experience and my advice here is that you better have somebody representing you that knows what the heck they're doing. Mark Eibner is a guy who knows what the heck he's doing. He's got contacts. He's got uh, subcontractors, people that he can get in touch with to help get the work done if necessary. He also keeps the timeline going, and he keeps things within budget. These types of loans can go sideways. And if they do go sideways, guess who's going to be responsible for uh, for any monetary loss on that? It's going to be the borrower. And so it's really important that you understand if you're going to get into a renovation loan that you partner with somebody that knows what they're doing. Mark, talk to us a little bit about some renovation loan stuff you've done. Well, probably the biggest one everyone has heard of is FHA, the 203K loan. Um, you know, basically that's around a thirty, thirty-five thousand hour um, renovation. It's really all the things that you would consider uh, uh, renovations that don't involve, involve structural issues. So carpets and paint and cabinets and tops and things of that nature. Uh, they're usually, uh, I think, the real key on those is the general contractor that you deal with. He has to have some experience also in doing a 203K loan. Their payout structure, the way you pay your generals, is a lot different than they're probably used to. And there's there's no other way other than the highway, the government highway, <laughs> as far as those types of payments, right? So yeah. you really have to have a good GC that you're working with uh, on those types of projects. And uh, they are out there. They don't happen as much as they used to just because of today's market. Uh, but I think for some people that are... Looking at houses that the owners that have lived in there haven't done anything for 20 years, it's definitely a viable means uh, Absolutely. to get work done. Well, and you talk about the FHA 203K. We've also got Fannie Mae Homestyle Loan, right? And Fannie Mae Homestyle, you're actually limited on the amount of funds pretty well limited on FHA. I, think, I want to say it's 35000 last time I looked. They may have increased that a little bit. Fannie Mae Homestyle doesn't have that restriction. Um, so based off of the expected value of the property and the work that's being done, you can actually borrow more than that on a Fannie Mae Homestyle. It's a little harder to get approved for. Uh, loans like this are going to have a little bit more cost. They're going to have a little higher interest rate. They're a little bit riskier loan, so you have to understand that. Anytime you're talking about lending, the more risk that's presented, the more it's going to cost you as the borrower. But it, it, and I'll go back to it again, Mark. These interest rates are still ridiculously low. When you think about in the last quarter century, we had seen rates that are in the double digits. Correct. Yeah, on that homestyle too. The uh, the last homestyle I did was just under two hundred thousand dollars worth of 
uh, renovation wow. funds that were made available. Wow, so, that's incredible. Yeah. $200,000 to help fix up a property. Uh, if you can find a fixer-upper out there and get about $200,000, I bet you could make that fixer-upper look pretty nice. Yeah, it's amazing. The house now is probably going to be on the market within the year for 900 This is a home that was picked up from an estate sale for uh, just under 400000 Unbelievable. So, yeah. You are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Radio 1600. Check out past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com. For mortgage questions and information, give us a call at 303-921-5747. Again, Jonathan Edwards with the Hosterman team here at Citywide Home Loans. If you would like to get in touch with Mark Eibner with Metro Brokers Realty Oasis to discuss buying or selling your next home, he can be reached at 720-744-3435. And this is the part of the show, Mark, where we've got some hot listings that we're going to announce. And I know you've got a few there. Um, you've got Stowe Ranch, yeah, Timbers, Ranch. Yeah, Wash got, Park, and Littleton. Yep. Tell me about those. Yeah, we've got one coming up in Stowe Ranch. Should be within the next under two weeks. It's going to probably be priced around $600,000. That's out in Parker. Uh, also, the Timbers... Going to have a product out there that's going to be coming in around nine hundred thousand. Um, Wash Park, just something right off of Corona. Uh, we're going to be. I'm guessing that product's going to be around nine hundred thousand uh, for a traditional. It's a really cool two story that was nineteen uh, thirties era, and of course we've got something just in Old Littleton coming up in a month or so. That's going to be priced around five fifty. Or your traditional four-level Littleton. You know, Mark, I think this really speaks to your experience and your reputation within the real estate market here in the Denver area. Um, four listings that are coming up in incredible parts of town, Stroh Ranch, Timbers, Wash Park, Littleton. Uh, folks, if you're out there and you're thinking about selling a home and you want the best negotiator, you want the best real estate agent to back you up, Mark Eibner and his team at Realty Oasis, they will take great care of you. And they work with buyers as well. So if you're a buyer out there, whether you're a first-time home buyer or an experienced investor. Uh, Mark Eibner has got uh, some creative thinking, some creative ideas. He can help you out there. I have got a couple other uh, listings here from uh, actually a couple agents that have been on the show in the past. Dan Maley with uh, Your Castle has a great listing at 4229 South Cherokee Street in Englewood. This one's listed at 390000 if you'd like more information on this one, reach out to Dan at 720-951-1848. And Derek Kleiner with Realty One Group Premier has got a listing at 1366 North Ridge Road in Highlands Ranch for 695000 Derek can be reached at 303-332-3800. So there are some listings out there, folks. I, I saw the a list today of listings that went on the market yesterday. And I got to tell you, there are listings out there. So if your real estate agent is not getting these over to you and helping you try to figure out a strategy to get under contract on these properties, you may want to give Mark a call at 720-744-3435. And if you haven't been pre-approved yet, 
please give me a call at seven two. Excuse me, three zero three nine two one five seven four seven. Mark, let's kick off the second half of the show here. Great information so far for first-time home buyers and folks that want to maybe find some ways to get money to purchase a home. Let's talk about some creative financing options for borrowers that may not necessarily be purchasing for the first time or may want to look into a second home or investment property opportunity. Uh, you and I have talked about this on the show in the past. Retirement funds and, and actually investing within your retirement accounts, right? Correct. Uh, anyone that's out there that's got a 401k Roth or a traditional IRA, you can reassign your funds basically to another third party administrator, and you can actually own the real the, the real estate's owned within your uh, retirement account, and that's been pretty popular just really in the last two years. Uh, some people have been riding the markets. Now they're thinking everything that goes up might come down and they just maybe want to own some dirt versus some paper. So um, actually pretty good what you can do with monies. I mean, normally these, any, you can borrow, actually the retirement fund or the tax deferred fund can borrow money. Uh, it's normally you're looking at a 30 or 35% down payment on a product like that for a non-recourse loan. So they do work. I have a number of clients that have these. Uh, I've worked with a number of people, and um, no one's went, no one's ever went south on their products that they have since they've moved their money out of the stock market in into the real estate market. Yeah, and absolutely a great great investment and using those retirement accounts when you can uh, for that type of investment. I mean, if you're if your whole retirement is in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, right? It might be nice to diversify some of those funds into uh, some real estate. Real estate has proven to be an incredible investment for a lot of people, depending on when you buy. But even when you buy, it, 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 the market seems to have turned around. People want to live in the United States still, so I think. Uh, that's a great option. Uh, you know, the, here's a new one that we that now we're talking about. Mark is cryptocurrencies and stuff like that. We've had a number of clients that have used their cryptocurrency to purchase homes. Um, not not a bad strategy, depending on what your long and short term financial goals are there. Um, but we do need to source those funds, and that can get a little bit tricky. The government does require that we source funds that are used to purchase a home. Um, have you had clients that you've worked with, Mark, using Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies for their purchases? No, I can't say that I'm in that group of having worked with somebody that was a crypto buyer. Um, you know, gold, yeah. silver, things like that. Worked with some people there. Yep. Um, I yep. mean, I had somebody who had inherited 30 ounces of Gold. This was in a private a private deal, and they refied out. But uh, thirty ounces of gold was enough for our private investor to hold until they were able to refi out of the loan. Um, hmm. They actually bought that from uh, public trustee sale too. So um, wow, Very yeah. Cool. You talk about like running a, all six cylinders, public trustee sale. You know, a second mortgage that they bid through, and then using thirty ounces of gold to pay the money lender. To, to acquire the home. I mean, awesome, you know? <laughs> very cool and very creative. I like that. 
rent your current home and buy a new one. So this is a strategy that we have more and more people doing, more and more people want to get into the landlord business. Um, and, and so we get, we probably do a couple of these transactions a month, at least I would think where we've got somebody, they want to purchase a new home. They're going to rent out their, their current home. There's some different guidelines around this, depending on how you want to approach it, but not a bad strategy. Right, Mark? You bet. And just add on to that. I know you've worked with a buyer or two of mine that they have legitimate roommates that pay them rent. It's on their tax returns. It's on their bank deposits, et cetera. Uh, they can use that income from the rent collected on their home to be used against the new home purchase. Yeah, so that's called a Fannie Mae. Um, Fannie Mae. Is it Fannie Mae? Have it in my notes here. Home Ready. Home Ready, right. Yep, program right. escaped my mind there for a second, but it's called a Fannie Mae Home Ready program. And what that allows you to do, if you've been renting and um, in living with you, somebody has been sort of subleasing or subrenting from you, um, but they're making the payments to you and you're maybe making the full payment, however it might work out. There's a few different ways here. If we could prove that over a 12-month period and the borrower wants to purchase a new home, the uh, other renter intends to move into that home as well. We can actually use that as viable income to purchase a new home, which is a great, great program. Uh, we have been able to work with a couple of clients of Mark's on that one. Um, there is some unique stuff out there. So it is really important that you're working with a lender and a real estate agent that have experience in these areas. They can make these suggestions for you. I mean, quite frankly, it's tough to get into this business as, as somebody new because you just don't know everything that's available and out there. Right, Mark? Absolutely. Uh, you know, just the whole HELOC deal. I'm, we're actually seeing a lot of new products now where the, there are lenders out there that are actually fully certifying buyers as cash buyers. Yep. And in fact, will buy their house and have bought their house if it wasn't sold in time for them to close on the replacement home. Yep. So that's, that's and, and that's being done by non-Wall Street mortgage firms too. So that's... Yep. Uh, yeah, there's some unique products out there. This market has sort of forced people to get creative. Uh, and I think that the industry has responded pretty well. Um, we've talked about people taking out home equity lines of credit or home equity loans so that they can get funds to purchase their second homes or investment properties. Um and then cash, and this is an important one, Mark, that everybody needs to understand is that you cannot use physical cash to purchase a home, right? Those funds need to be seasoned. Basically, the government wants to make sure that everybody isn't laundering money or selling drugs and stuff like that to purchase homes. And so those funds do need to be seasoned. Can't use cash to buy a home, um, but get those funds into a bank account, season them, and then use them down the road. Correct. And you know, a lot of people think owning a home free and clear is like their dream, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that may be. It just depends on your income status, your accountant, where you're at. I mean, I've had numerous clients that own, you know, higher-end homes free and clear. <clears throat> I don't care if you're an ex-athlete or an, even an elderly person that's trying to buy money to, say, buy another investment property. Just they've got some money, but they need more. You wouldn't believe how hard it is for uh, a person like that to go to a bank and borrow money, and some of them haven't done it in so long they don't even know they, they, they can't even believe what it takes to borrow money. 
Well, and folks, it, it, the interest rates are still so low right now that does paying off your mortgage really make sense. And, and to Mark's point, you know, this is something you really want to talk with your CPA about, your financial advisor. Uh, but it may very well make sense to pay that, you know, the the limited amount of interest on your home um, and, and use those funds someplace else, maybe as a better investment, maybe more real estate that's going to appreciate better than four percent a year or whatever it might be. Um, there's some real strategies out there. There's some great CPAs, financial advisors that can really help you out with that stuff. Mark, we got about a minute left here. Any last thoughts for our listeners on financing properties, listings that you have or work folks you've worked with in the past? No, I think uh, a lot of people have still been waiting for the crash. Uh, the only crash is going to be happening <laughs> Maybe worldwide, but it's not going to be like some mini crash where you're going to uh, prices twice as slow going down as it is going up. So yeah. um, if you look at number of households created just in the last two years and uh, homes that are being built by the builders just with supply chain issues and labor, uh, we are still millions, millions of houses short to even meet the demand. You look at the largest buying sector right now are millennials. They're coming into the market finally, and um, you know I th- I can't remember what we got there eighty some odd million uh, of these people coming to the market to buy homes. The it's a real thing right now. It's not overbuilding. It's not some scam or pyramid scheme built by the government. There just are no homes for people to buy. Period, yeah. and there won't be for quite some time. So so that demand, you know, it, based on what Mark's saying, is that the demand for homes is going to continue. There's more buyers coming into the market. There's more money, or at least there has been over the last few years, more money available to those buyers than, than there has ever been before. Um, so, again, if you would like to uh, get in touch with Mark Eibner with Metro Brokers Realty Oasis to discuss buying or selling your next home, Mark can be reached at 720 744 Three four three five. Thank you for tuning in to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. If you have a question about financing for your next home or refinancing a current mortgage, give me a call at 303-921-5747. And don't miss next week's show right here on ESPN Radio 1600 every Saturday at 7 a.m. And you can find our past episodes on our podcast housed at 1043thefan.com.